All right, what's happening? What is going on? Welcome into Sports Betting Daily. How are we doing out there on a Thursday? I actually just recorded a show for today. We did a uh, picks recap show. So we went over all of our records for last week, last month, last year. And we'll, we'll play that back in just a second. But I did want to start off today's show by going over what we talked about yesterday. I shouldn't have done that podcast last night. I was groggy, getting over being sick. I was just like rambling about NFL futures. But I wanted to explain what I was talking about and the process I was going through because there was a clear process, believe it or not, for what I was kind of thinking through last night. And we can all do this ourselves in this point in the season for the futures bet. So when you're looking at an NFL futures bet for like the AFC or NFC champion, it's as simple as trying to calculate what the money line will be in each of their games leading up to whatever event we're betting on them winning. And then you just type those odds into a parlay calculator you find online, and there you go. You've got your number of what it should be. So an example is uh, like the Baltimore Ravens, okay? We used them yesterday. They are plus 140 right now to win the AFC championship. So if you calculate what you think their money line will be against their second round opponent because they have a buy. And then if you calculate what you think their money line will be against the opponent in the AFC championship game and parlay that together, and it's a better odds than, than plus 140, then plus 140 is a good number. If it's worse odds than plus 140, then you have a bad number, right? So what we have to be careful with is obviously the numbers we plug in for the hypothetical money lines of these games happening. A great example of this and where people differ for their approach would be the Miami Dolphins this year in the AFC championship race, because Miami based on what happens in the Kansas City-Buffalo game, we'll have a different opponent in round two. Now, this is just an assumption based on what might happen. Things may go differently based on this week and the first round, but we can assume that uh, Miami's going to win their first game in the playoffs, and it's going to come down to Kansas City-Buffalo for who's going to face Miami in the second round. If Kansas City beats Buffalo, the Chiefs will play the Dolphins, Kansas City will play Miami in the second round. If Buffalo beats the Chiefs on the road, well, then Miami would now face the winner of Jacksonville and Cleveland. So you see how Miami has a different situation for the path to the AFC Championship, depending on if Kansas City beats Buffalo, something out of Miami's control. So some people have a different approach. Some people go, okay, let's just assume Kansas City is going to win and pencil them in. And then they do it that way because they're trying to be conservative. Some people take a blend and say, okay, let's find the number if it would be Kansas City. And let's find the number if it would be either Jacksonville or Cleveland and then take a blend of those two. So different people come up with what their futures number should be. But the, the approach, the process is the same in terms of find what the money line should be in each of those games, parlay those together. And there's your, your number for what this AFC championship winner should be. Because think about it. That's the same thing. That's all they all they have to do after this week of football, right? It's after this week. So if you think about it, it really is just a parlay. All you're doing is taking these teams to keep winning one week after the next after the next until it's the AFC Championship game or whatever. So just find a parlay calculator online and you can calculate what your line should be. That's all I was trying to do last night. And that's what I was kind of walking through is what I thought the matchups would be. And I was kind of looking at the money lines and using some math to figure out what I thought, you know, some quick rough math to figure out what I think the prices should be. So that's what yesterday's podcast was for. Just wanted to recap that. So we're all on the same page and there you go. So, all right, let's replay uh, what we recorded earlier today. Our uh, recap of last week, last month, last year on the show and all the picks we gave. So enjoy. We'll talk to you soon right here on sports betting daily. All right, what's happening? What is going on? Welcome into Sports Betting Daily. 
Appreciate you joining us on a uh, Thursday. Today's the fourth. Let's go over some records for last week, last month, and last year. Now, we're doing this because we were out the uh, first couple of uh, days of this week. Wasn't feeling too great, so kind of getting back to everything. I will have some picks coming up tomorrow, but uh, for this show, we're going to do the picks recap because we never did that for, for last week. So uh, on today's show, we're going to recap last week's picks last month's picks being December, and then we'll go over all of 2023's picks as well as all the picks on the show. So let's do a total picks recap today. Uh, let's start last week. Let's see here. Last week we were four and three. Um, let's just go through every game. I'm going to go in the order we gave them on the podcast because that's the order I have them written down. Uh, early in the week, we gave some NHL picks. Both those NHL picks won. We gave the Arizona Coyotes and the Florida Panthers, uh, both those on Friday night, come in as winners. We gave out two NFL picks on the uh, following podcast. Both those lost. We had the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Seattle Seahawks. Tampa Bay minus two and a half. Seattle minus three. Both lost outright to bring us to two and two on the week with the two hockey games and the two NFL games. Uh, on Saturday's quick picks, we gave two picks. We gave the Tampa Bay Lightning and the Winnipeg Jets. Winnipeg won. Tampa Bay lost, and then heading into Sunday, we were 3-3. Three and three. We uh, won on Sunday with the Pittsburgh Penguins, minus 125, against the Islanders. So that brings us to 4-3 and three overall last week. Rewind one week before that, we were 2-3-1. and one. The week before that, we were 4-3. and three. The week before that, we were 4-2. and two. And the week before that, we were 4-2. and two. If that sounds like too many weeks, go look at December. It was weird this year. Like the Friday, Saturday bled over. There were a bunch of weeks. So anyway... Uh, all five weeks of December. Again, let's go in chronological order from the beginning of December. Four and two, four and two, four and three, two, three and one, and four and three last week. Brings us to a total in December of 18 wins, 13 losses, and one tie. Uh, again, 18, 13, and one in December. Overall, 2023 numbers. We ended the year last year. 192, 165, and 11. Now, if you've been following the podcast all season long, you know we had that dip, right? In when was it? I have it here month by month. It was in May is when it started. So actually, we started the year great last year. We were 18 and 12 last January, 19 and 9 in February, 15 and 15 in March, and 20 and 17 in April. Then May, June, July really weren't good. May, 11 and 16, June, 13 and 16, July 9-9. Nine nine. That kind of put us a little bit behind heading into football season, but they, we ended strong in uh, August, September, and then October, November, December have been really, really strong ending to the year. So uh, overall, uh, let's see here, uh, 2023 numbers, 192 wins, 165 losses, and 11 ties. That brings us to a win percentage of 53.78% with a break-even percentage of 53.26%. Now, as we've talked about time and time again, your win percentage obviously is important, but it's only as important as your break-even percentage. And the break-even can be calculated as what is the average bet you make, right? If the only bet you ever make is minus 110, your break-even percentage is 52.38%. Anything over that, you're a winning sports better. If every bet you make is a minus 200, that means your break-even percentage is 66.67%. Anything above that is winning. 
right? So it's not about the winning record of the win or the win percentage. It's about your break even percentage compared to your win percentage. What that means for us is this year in 2023, well, last year, technically in 2023, we ended the entire year up 5.55 units. Now that may not seem like a lot, but given that kind of doldrums in the middle of the year, I think that's a very, very good uh, total for last season. And you got to you know keep in mind that we are giving small volume picks on this show. It's not a whole bunch of picks every week. Um, Total for the show. So, well, let's go year by year. So again, last year, 192, 165, and 11, up 5.55 units. Uh, 2022, we were 182, 153, and 16. And then 2021, we were 17, 12, and 2. Brings us to a grand total of 342 wins, 274 losses, and 19 ties. That is a 55.51 win percentage. With a break-even, remember that's the important thing, of 53.22%. Which brings us grand total on the show since we started this in late 2021. Uh, we are up 32.38 units for the show. So again, I'm happy with those numbers. Not too bad. What I promise on this show is that over the long run, we will win, which is certainly what's been happening. Um, you know, each, any given weekend, what, what it's funny, you know, some people want to parlay all my picks together and hit big. Some people want to put a million bucks on one play, but the thing to do is pick your units, go with all of our plays. And over the course of time, we're going to win a little bit. You know, I'm not here to replace anyone's betting to win them money. I'm simply here to offer good advice, good strategy, you know, things about the market, the industry. That's really what this show is. The picks are like a little cherry on top. They're going to be winners over the long run. And this kind of shows that, right? We're giving 55% picks on this show. I mean, it's actually exactly 55.51%. And we're getting close to that number of statistical significance. What that means is once you hit a certain amount of picks, you kind of know what you're doing is going to stick in the long run. And that number for sports betting is around 625 Right, so at 625 picks, you can kind of say, all right, what we're doing now should stick for nine out of ten people who bet that many games. We have bet so far on this show, let's see. Uh we've bet about oh, right around the number, six hundred and thirty-five games. So we are over the technical mathematical mark for statistical significance. What that still means is there's like an eight percent chance this could be luck. Obviously, we know it's not, but for the average person out there, right, if you just started tracking your own bets. And you've tracked 625 bets and you are above 55%, there's about a 92% chance that's legitimate. So that's good news, right? We should feel good about this. We're doing good things. We're we're learning our lessons as uh, as parlay betters. And I mean, it's funny how many parlay addict people I've I've talked to who are now in I don't want to make light of rehab, but you know, that's kinda where I was going with that. Um <laughs> It's the analogy that came to mind, but you get it, right? A lot of my friends, a lot of people listen to the show. It's like, damn, I used to make parlays. I don't need more. And I'm finally seeing, even if it's 20 bucks a month, I'm up. And that's kind of what this is. This is all for. So appreciate y'all listening. Uh, good luck. Whatever you have going on today or tonight. Once again, in December, 18, 13 and one in 2023, 192, 165 and 11 total for the show, 342, 274 and 19 up almost uh, 33 units for the show. So appreciate you listening. We'll talk to you soon right here on Sports Buddy Day.